Welcome to the Modern Mean Mom Podcast. We're your hosts, Chelsea and Melissa. We believe behind every well-adjusted human is a mean mom. We're students of respectful parenting and recovering children of the stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about generation. We're here to share our triumphs, our epic mom fails, and hopefully some laughs along the way. So settle in and let's get mean. Part two, the crazy stuff that gets done. Take it away, Chelsea. Oh, I'll take it away. I am eating this Snickers right now. And I'm leaving my best life. And it's crazy because I'm about to talk about like some of my lowest parenting moments. Well, that's why mm. That's why parents have to like hide the Halloween candy because it's... Girl, this is helping. It's like, no. this is a peanut M&M day. Okay? So, we talked about the stuff that um, gets said during tantrums. And that's like kind of alarming. And it's stuff that they do. Um... <laughs> So, a lot of physical fighting with siblings, right? Because, like, once they're in a tantrum, one of the siblings will try to come up and be like, hey, what's going on? Or sometimes just even try to poke the bear. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I've seen be that. like, what are you, what are you crying? <laughs> or Which, just, like, like that's stupid. Because they think they can get a cheap one in. <laughs> and so, then we have, like, a rumble happening. Uh, which escalates the situation like they're in like a violent mindset right so as you're trying to rip them away yeah they're already kicking and you know swinging so bringing them back down from that is uh like talking someone off a cliff and then the other day this is like never happened before but the other day i was out and my three-year-old threw a tantrum when we were trying to get into the car. And I have a lot of kids, so, like, it's an assembly line of buckling people in. So I was busy. My hands were occupied. I'm actually in the back of the van, like, buckling people in. Oh, Lordy. He is screaming. I'm like, get in the car. Get in your car seat, okay, so I can buckle you in. He runs the sidewalk and bolts down the sidewalk. He's, like, running away. He's never, like, done that before. Um, <laughs> and I gotta say, like, I'm not proud of this, but I was so tired that day that I didn't really, like, chase after him. I, like, sauntered after him. <laughs> like, I was like, you know well, what? Well, yeah, because it's well, like, like, what are you running to? <laughs> What's the hurry? <laughs> Yeah. Not like you're running to a pile of gold at the end of the rainbow. It's more like a pile of poop. There was a guy, uh, like a businessman walking out of the doctor's office. And he just sees this kid like running toward him. And he's like looking around like trying to see like where's your adult. And I'm like, ugh. Ugh. I gave him like a little wave like, yes, that's my, that's me. I'm on it. Got eyes on um, but it was just so extremely frustrating. And I feel like it's it's like if I had it's compounded by the fact that I have like multiple kids, right? 
So there's three other people waiting for me, ready to go in the car. And here I am, kneeling down on the floor with this kid that just ran away that really can't put into words, like, how frustrated he's feeling. You, do you know what I got out of him? What did he say? Why he was mad. What did he say? Because his brother got two shots and he did not get any shots. Well, I would have been miffed too. Why should his brother have all the fun? <laughs> he was like... Yeah. Like, he felt left out. He felt left out. Oh, girl. But, but you know, it's... Hey, (laughs) at the time, I wasn't thinking that he felt left out, right? Like, in the moment, I was like, that's stupid. The fact that he gave you an actual reason, though, even though, like, that reason is crazy. The fact that he was able to articulate and give you a reason is amazing to me in that moment. That's true, but... But you were not in you were not in that headspace. I was not in the headspace. You space. were like, oh, you just crossed a big line. And it's funny to me that like sitting here that you like can even just make the connection. Like, oh, he was feeling left out. I was not there. The wave like <laughs> it was like not connecting. I was like, sometimes you need a uh, <laughs> you need another pair of eyes. I was like, we should just like you are sister wives. You are crazy. Raise our kids together. I'm here for it. Do you like to do dishes? Yeah, not my sure. laundry. Okay, that's good. I hate laundry. We <laughs> got thought, this. I'll this do happening. Okay. Um, the reality show. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I, sometimes it seems so exaggerated. The just like physical displays of. Well, let um, me ask you. Passion. Like, what do you? What's your go-to like? When when he's when the physical fighting is happening, you know how do you how do you handle that? What's like your typical response? So it depends on how free my hands are. If I have um, a baby in like one hand and I'm like fighting off the dog with the other hand, I feel like pretty powerless. I kind of just I'm like, guys, stop, <laughs> stop, stop, and I can use my body to get in between them and. I need to separate them and send them in different rooms. Yeah. Because um, I I don't know if this is what's, like, the best for the kids, but it's kind of, like, a survival mechanism for me because there's so much going on in the house. I need to, like, compartmentalize things, right? Like, I'm like, you go in your room, you go in your room, and then I can come to you. Right. And have separate discussions with you both. Right. Um, I feel like there's probably an opportunity to deal with them maybe like together. Like I think your I, I think know, your initial hard. instinct is good though, because if you if you look at it from a conflict resolution standpoint, you want each you want each side to be heard, mm-hmm. right? And it's really hard for one side to be heard. Well, it's impossible. If the yeah. other side is there continually butting in, mm-hmm. and it's even worse when they're children. I mean, this is hard to do for adults. Yeah. Let alone children. So I think your initial response of like, okay, separate, mm-hmm. gather information. Um, and then once you have kind of the idea of what's been going on as much as they're able to tell you, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, then if you want to, depending on how heated the fight was or whatever, you know, that's when I would, 
I would bring them together. Yeah. And just, like, sum up what happened. Mm-hmm. You know? Because, like, a lot of times we need somebody to make sense of what's going on. You know? <laughs> and, like, for as the mom to just come in and kind of reflect what happened. And for them to be like, yeah, yeah, that's that, that was it, yeah. Sometimes, I'm not going to say that's enough to make everything better, mm-hmm. but that gets you going in the right direction because your kids want to be heard mm-hmm. and they want they want to know that you're seeing what's been going on, especially with the multiple kid dynamic because, and I'm starting, I'm just starting to see this because my little girl is like very yeah. <laughs> moving, very, very close to talking, um, you know, but you have older kids, so I feel like they're constantly vying for your attention mm-hmm. so to have you there and say you I, I see this this is what happened yeah and then like get on with it well you it know? makes me feel good because like a part of me thought I was just kind of like being lazy because it was like out of necessity no. you know what I mean <laughs> to be like okay I can't you go over there you go over there I guess the other thing that's like would be maybe helpful for everyone to talk about would be um when things like this happen in public just getting comfortable with being a little uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Because uh, we've all been there. Like, when your kid's, like, you know your kid's about to throw a tantrum or, like, do some crazy right, shit out yeah. in public. And you're like, ah! We, we, no, we just, at all costs. Do it at even home. Even if it, like, teaches you a horrible lesson. Do it right? at home. That yeah. you have power. Right. We're just going to get you out of here so I'm not embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Um... How can we get over that? Get over, like, experiencing stuff in public like that? Just, yeah, just the self-consciousness of it all. Like, because I think that's not even, it's, I the think, kids are kids. Right. They will be kids here, there, everywhere, yeah. whatever. It's like a us problem. I think it's, the key is to, and this is, there's no easy answer, but for me, I think the key is to take the focus off of ourselves and focus on our kids and really like think about what they need in that moment. And then when you're fully, when you're fully invested in, okay, how do I get this kid from like A to B when you're situ in your scenario, your son had fled the car, <laughs> ran away and another, you know, another gentleman came out and is looking like, where's this kid's mom? You know? Yeah. Like obviously we're going to have some feelings about that. Nobody wants their kids to act up in public. But like you said, we can't. Mm-hmm. There's no schedules for that. And, you know, being it in public or at home, it's going to happen. But I think all you can do is just, like, throw yourself into, like, getting them through that situation mm-hmm. safely. Yeah. Right? And it's going to look differently. Like, if it's a real big safety issue, which is something I wanted to point out, um, you know, in, in physical fighting, cause in our, in our house, my son likes to, not likes to, but you know, he will when he gets so mad yeah. and when he gets so overwhelmed and unregulated, he will throw things. He will kick, he will hit, you know? Um, and that's one of those things that I have a very, very low tolerance for because it's not safe. Mm-hmm. And even though He's three years old, and I love my son dearly. He is the sweetest little boy, um, but he, you know, he struggles with tantrums just like any other kid. 
Um, but even though he's he's three, you know, he can do damage. I mean, he right, he right. can throw a block through a window. He could make a hole in the wall. He could mm-hmm. throw it at me. You know, it's it's just not safe. So when there's safety issues at play, that's when I that's when I think an elevated response on well, our part of is course, necessary, right? Because passivity. That's not, that's not the time to like. Okay, I see you're feeling really right, upset. Right. And you're throwing that. It's like no. Remove the hard objects. Mm-hmm. Remove the points of danger. Like contain the child. Mm-hmm. Like let them get it out. Because yeah. again, that's one of those times where I will put my son in his room and I will leave for a couple minutes and I will tell him. I you know, and that's the other thing, communicating. Communicating what you're doing as you're doing it and mm-hmm. not just letting them see you huff and puff and you know, move things and not really telling them, like, what you're doing. So, like, just communicate. Like, I'm putting these away because you're not being safe mm-hmm. and I'm giving you a couple minutes to yourself to breathe, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll be back. Yeah. It's like sportscasting yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sportscasting yourself because, uh, yeah, I mean, when <laughs> safety issues are a place. So, the other thing I was thinking of for something you could do to like help your son understand that we do not we do not run out of the car mm-hmm. and like through the parking lot mm-hmm. through busy streets whatever um the whole brain child talks a lot about and also no drama discipline which is by the same authors talk a lot about um like connected consequences mm-hmm. right so when you're disciplining a kid you can't just be like, okay, well, you hit your sister, so no TV no, yes. the rest of the week. Yes. Like, the, the, <laughs> the discipline has to fit. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is I would say, okay, you have shown that you cannot be trusted in the car. You're the first one buckled in from now on mm-hmm. until we get it under control. <laughs> and just, like, contain him. Mm-hmm. Buckle him up first. He can unbuckle himself. Oh, what? Yeah. That's great. All my kids can. Which is really nice. Yeah, right. (laughs) Which is really nice when we, like, get to where we're going. It's like, okay, everybody out. Well, well, then I guess, and you have those mini, do you have child lock? Yeah, no, that's true, yeah. So, like, just lock his side. Mm -hmm. Lock his side of the car up. (laughs) And, like, if your kids can buckle themselves, I mean, the older two, ideally... Just they, yeah, they should be the expectation should be that they can get in the back and buckle themselves, right? And if they need help, yeah. you'll help them. But that's the other thing as you're as you're dealing with his growing pains, you need to also try and like elevate them because they can help, right? They can help yeah. because you can explain to your older children, I need you guys to buckle yourselves in because. I I can't have him running in the parking lot, you know? Like, I've got a baby who needs to be buckled in, obviously. Mm-hmm. He needs extra attention at this junction in our life. <laughs> so y'all need to, like, get in the back, get yourself buckled, give me the thumbs up that we're good. You know? They do a pretty good job. The older ones mm-hmm. are, like... If 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 having a big family will do anything, I think it's just 
they definitely can go with the flow, like, in crazy situations. Right. Well, the other thing, the other thing, like, you were talking about kind of, like, getting to the root of what's going yeah. on, like, what's causing this, you know, and he, he, he said to you in the moment, he was mad that his brother got two shots and he got none. Right? And also... <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, it also sounds like like he needs a little more one-on-one connection. Which is... It's true. And it's like... And I'm sure hard. it's super hard. It's With hard. four kids, I'm sure it's it's super hard. And I feel for you. But it can... It doesn't have to be like, I'm going to take Taking you Taking him to out. the Ritz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to take you to... Starbucks and get you a cake pop and we're gonna drive just the two of you like it can be I'm gonna sit down with you and color this picture with you or I'm gonna read a story with you while everybody's doing something you know like Mm -hmm. just little little things where you can create those one-on-one moments because they eat it up right and it fills their cup yeah and and I think the most, one of the more insightful things that we've talked about is the theory that most behavioral issues stem from uh, one of the, the cups not being full, right? Mm-hmm. It's the positive attention cup and the appropriate, age-appropriate independence mm-hmm. cup um, to not letting them, like, make age-appropriate autonomous decisions, like, what do you want to wear today? Like, mm-hmm. Right? Just, like, respecting their individuality as a person, as it's appropriate based on their age. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, like, giving them uh, genuine attention. Or, uh, like, if you can do, if you can even, like, work it out to do their bath one-on-one, you mm-hmm. know? Or their shower or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I mean... It may not be the easiest thing for us as parents. Because, like, girl, I know. Like, after dinner, you're just like, oh, Lord. That's the schlump. Start the show, right? (laughs) And, like, you're just like, God, just get me. Fast forward me until, like, they're in bed. But, like, these are, not to sound really corny here, but, like, these are those moments that, like, we're going to think about 15, 16 years from now and be like, man, I wish I would have, like, mm-hmm. I wish I would have soaked that up more. <laughs> the one thing that we do and we, we, my husband and I really both enjoy is everybody gets their very own bedtime routine. Oh, and that's great. everybody has, um, like, over the years developed one that's, like, a little bit different, um... Like, for Edward, like, he likes, we start in our room, and we snuggle and read Aww. a story, and then move over to his room, snuggle and listen to a Johnny Cash song. That's so Like, sweet. that's his thing, right? I love that. And then George likes to just go straight into his room and read a couple of books and, like, start listening to his podcast for a second, and, like, we laugh about it. So everybody has their own little, like, unique thing, uh-huh. and we divide and conquer. That's great. And we usually pick. Each night, we need to take one easy kid and one difficult kid. Well, yeah, I mean... Because <laughs> some of the routines are more time... Time um, consuming. Yeah, yes. than, than others. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's one thing. But um, it's I'm so guilty of just, for the sake of convenience, putting everybody in one 
tub to get mm-hmm. to get but and, you know that's just like one example but it's just becomes a way of life yeah. when you have like multiples right. right you're like constantly thinking like okay how can i schedule all the doctor's appointments so it's like everybody is getting this all at one time i don't have to come more than well, once yeah i mean we're not super women <clears throat> right we don't we only have two arms we've got you know the same 24 hours in the day as everybody else so i don't say that to like make you defensive or like suggest that you're not creating those moments already no but i just I say it i want to say it like for people who may not who may not even be thinking of it. Yeah. Right? But no, and I appreciate the fact that you make the distinction that it doesn't have to seem significant. Like, for right. us, like, we go, because sometimes I feel like when I try to do it, I will put that pressure on myself. Like, oh, it has to be, like, an afternoon outing. Like, we have to go get lunch with this special kid. Right. And, like, you know, and, like, that's not, yeah. that is not um, sustainable. No. We can't put that into our schedule. No, no, no. Imagine if you imagine if you did that. If you like took every Saturday of the month to do that with one child, you'd have no Saturday for yourself yeah. or your husband I or your whole family. Me like you know, it's it, it doesn't have to be this grandiose date night. You know that yeah. like we crave as we get older and get you know used to things. But it's just the pause, right? right. To like touch and the base. intention. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like a quiet stolen hug, like mm-hmm. in the other corner of the room when other people are just right. And, and the other important part of that is then communicating that that's what you're doing, right? And um, if another sibling tries to like usurp the time or get in there, that's that's when you do say like, I can see you really want to like do Back this. Up. I, yeah, I can see you really want to do this with me right now. I'm spending this time with this child. Mm-hmm. And when we are done, I will be glad to come and help you with whatever or snuggle you or give you... A, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you, in that instance, you kind of have to... If that's the child you're focusing on, you have to like make it clear. Make it, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And then when it's that other child's turn, then... Mm-hmm. They understand because they don't want. It's like the Bachelor, right? I know. Can I steal you? Can I steal you for a minute? Like I just, I told this person where I grew up. Like uh-huh. I didn't get a two sentences. Like, can I steal you for a minute? It's like, no, you cannot steal me for a minute. Batch. I am mm. having. This is my time. I'm trying is, to get a rose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um. So okay, let's summarize. Like. <sighs> I love a quick fix, but there is no quick fix, right? So it sounds like it's like, it's just the work. It's just the mothering, the work. fathering, parenting work mm-hmm. that we do behind the scenes, ahead of time, in between tantrums that can and, help calm right. what, you know, those tantrums in the future. Right. Um, the crazy shit that gets done. I need another Snickers. On that note, until next time, stay stay mean. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Modern Mean Mom podcast. Check out our Patreon and consider supporting us so we can continue putting out great content. Follow us on Instagram at Modern Mean Mom or email us at modernmeanmom at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. It takes a village. Thanks for being a part of ours.